Welcome back to Project Freelance, you guys. I took a break for a couple of reasons. One, I wanted to wait until we hit 10,000 plays, and we just hit 10,000 plays. If you're not subscribed to Project Freelance, please subscribe to Project Freelance. It's free. Give it a rating. It helps me out. It helps me get to the top of the charts so that I could, uh, you know, interview people like Elon Musk and Casey Neistat and some of your favorite creators and artists. The second reason I have been offline as far as the podcast goes is because I just released an album. Uh, yeah, I make music as well. I do a little bit of everything, but a lot of you guys may know me as Kay the Female Screamer. Uh, if you do not, go on YouTube, type it in, you'll find me. I've been doing vocal covers as a female metal screamer for the past just about decade. Um, and so I have a new music project called Chasing Satellites. Well, it's not really new. It's about two years old. But I just put out the debut EP. So if you guys want to check that out, please go down below in the description. You will see a bunch of links down there. A lot of goodies for you guys to click on. First of all, go to chasingsatellitesmusic.bandcamp.com if you want to hear my band's music. And there's a bunch of other links down there. There are some photo contest websites if you want to enter to win some camera gear, you want to win notoriety, cash prizes, things like that. There's a few links down there. If you want to help the podcast, you can donate Bitcoin. You can donate to PayPal. You can donate to a lot of things. There's also a bunch of referral links down below. There's some fun referral links and there's some affiliate links for things like Adobe editing software to get you discounts and uh, things for adulting like things that automatically track your mileage and budgeting and all the adult things that you hate to do. You can do them all on your phone with the apps that are down below. And that helps the podcast out, that helps me out, and it helps you out because you get more of my time and information. All right, let's get down to business. Let's talk to Butch Loxon, the skeleton of color, the man behind the skull mask. If you have not heard of this guy, please go to your Instagram, look him up. I'll put all of his links down below. I met Butch a couple years ago. Wow, it's crazy to say. But I met Butch a couple years ago at a photography meetup in Los Angeles. And basically what those photography meetups are, I kind of compare them to Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift. When people ask me, I say they tell you the place and time the day of or the day before and you show up. And I know that's not always the case, but that's, you know, that's the gist of it. And I think it's great. So it's basically a bunch of photographers and anybody else who wants to go, whether you are a model, you're a cosplayer, you are a performer, a fire breather, you have a lowrider car, a bike, like if you are a skateboarder, you know, like anybody and everybody is welcome and it's just a big hangout and big community get together and sometimes they do like bonfires and stuff. It's pretty cool. So Butch is a performing artist. He acts as this skeleton of color, this amazingly bright, beautiful, vibrant, Dia de los Muertos style skeleton with a giant, colorful, or blinged out, or, you know, just something crazy with smoke coming out of it. Just a skull. Giant skulls. I don't know how he makes them. Nobody does. It's his trade secret. But I 
took an hour out of my day to have Butch come down and chat with me about what he does and how he got involved with the people he's gotten involved with. And here's the cool thing about Butch and a lot of the people on Project Freelance, their stories, they they didn't come from like money, they didn't have support. Butch did this because he had a passion for it and now it's his job and he never expected to see and do half the things that he has gotten to do. So I'm going to let it... So I'm going to stop rambling and I'm going to stop telling you about things to click on and buy, like my photo prints at canagoniophotography.com slash prints. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys. If you want to hire Butch, all of his info is down below as well as mine. All right, let's do this. Project Freelance Season 3. Butch, you are up, my friend. People, when they meet me, they're like, I had thought you were going to be bigger. You look so lifelike and large. I was like, like man, what is that supposed to mean? Like, People tell me that too. They're like, oh, I thought you were going to be like taller in person. I'm like, no, I'm short. Crazy, huh? Feels is that the one you always hand, wear? Uh, I actually just got a new one because okay. the last one I got had like a tear in the neck. So they sent me this one as well. So, yeah. Cool. Let's do this. What's up, guys? Uh, I am here. With Butch. Butch, introduce yourself and all the things that you do. Hi, my name is Butch Loxon from LA on Instagram. Um, you can just call me Butch if you've ever met me. I'm a contemporary performance artist and I'm based out of Los Angeles. I wear these uh, colorful smoke, um, smoke, colorful skull masks and I played smoke grenades. So, what made you want to get started in performing arts? Well, um, it was really just um, trying. I, for, before I even got into performance arts, I'm an uh, art major and oh, I was going wow. to college. And as I was kind of progressing in, in, um, in my classes, I kind of realized that like, I kind of wanted to have my own imagery. Mm. So um, seeing what was available to me, uh, I kind of came up with uh, creating this character um, using my squaw masks and the smoke grenades and then going to photo me communities and then achieving photos in which I reimburse them into um, my paintings and drawings, which I should have brought with me, but I didn't. You're good, I'll put some on the screen and put some links down below if you guys are listening and you can go check out some of that stuff. Why skulls? What made you want to get into like this imagery specifically? I always had a fascination with skulls and I've always loved it. Like I just always liked the feel of it and the, you know, just like the imagery of it. But as things kind of progressed, I got a little bit more um, uh, but deeper with its meaning and I felt like Skull is a good representation of like just the LA culture, LA scene, the people that are from here um, and um, I mean which is you know because I do kind of derive a lot of like an inspiration from the Day of the Dead culture and a lot of Hispanic cultures that are around here in Los Angeles and then um, also when I really look about my art and what I, and how I how I draw I like a lot of contrast and a lot of depth and I just felt like the skull was just a great representation that way because it's just like the balance between life and death which you know when I wear the skull it, it has like that death look but yet I'm very much alive and I'm moving very very lively my performances and everything that I do just you know really shows that yeah that and, and, and your depth. colors your colors obviously are very bright and vibrant and it, it's very you know it has that Hispanic culture in in that aspect so when you first started out, what made you, like how did you find out about the photo meets? Like tell me about that. Tell me what the photo meets are because when I got involved, I had no idea what it was and it has become one of the greatest things I've been a part of. Yeah, how did you find out about it? I found out about it on Instagram, yeah. you know, and then I just showed up to one of them and then. Which one was your first one? 
uh, Spidey Mob, good old John Logic. So uh, yeah, he hosted a meet and met a bunch of people there and we've just been rolling since. Yeah, um, I found out about him in 2015. Well, yeah, and then uh, I started attending them back then and then um, I found out through just friends. And I mean like going into it, you know, like a couple of days ahead of time, my friends were just telling me like, you just gotta go. And I was looking at photos that were like, you know, being posted on Instagram. And I was just like, what the hell is going on here? You know, people like that. Back then, steel wool was a, a very popular thing. Mm -hmm. um, there was a lot of models. There's you know, obviously people doing, there was always people doing burnouts and doing um, sideshows and whatnot. And so when I went, the first one I went to was a Concord LA that was in, um, that was in uh, Chinatown. There were so many people. I'm saying like it took four lights for everyone to cross. <laughs> yeah. It was ridiculous. Dude. It was it was just dumb. And and, and it, there was like you know um, that's when we introduced like the smoke grenades. That's when I first came out with my mask. And it was it was a really fun um, fun experience. And I mean I definitely um, first foresaw like a really good opportunity for myself to kind of benefit from it. And it definitely worked out that way for me. So did the photography come later, or were you always like interested in that as well? Oh no, actually, um, I was always interested in photography. I remember the first camera that I ever bought was, I think it was like a, a Nikon D3300 or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to like do my own photography. Like I was trying to learn how to shoot. When you're a novice and you're going into this and you're like, people are trying to, you know, you, you have your kit lens and you're like ISO and you know, you're just like, what the heck, my stuff doesn't look as good as everybody else's, you know? And, um, and, 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 and so going to the photo meets, um was 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 kind of cool like because i i i, I kind of i learned how to shoot that from from going uh, from going to those events and stuff like that yeah and oh to answer your to go back backtrack so photo meets uh what they are are basically they are photography communities or anybody is invited you don't have to take photos there's actually a lot of people there just hanging out yeah um also people are doing working on their video um, the great thing about them is that, like, you know, uh, people are going into, like, just basically the social set social setting where, you know, they're going in knowing that they're going to be able to shoot their camera and the people going there to, you know, model, practice on their modeling, practice on the photography, practice or, you know, just create. And it's, it's really, it's a really fun environment just to kind of progress in, in your craft. So how do they, explain how they set them up and how people get involved and, and how they find the locations because... The places that we go to, like in downtown LA, like I would have never found those spots, you know. So how do they how do they find the locations? Um, I we, they uh, we scout them out for sure. Um, we just find um, locations that we we can be and hold a, a large number of people and not get in trouble, <laughs> you know. But we typically find try to find public places just because it's it's a lot easier for us to be there. It's compared to if we were in a private property, we'll get kicked out real fast. Um, and uh, you know it's all by invite. You know there's there's flyers. People just find out if you are interested in going to a um, a photo meet and experience it for yourself. A uh, couple of um, channels or hubs that host them is TFTI LA, yeah. uh, Street Meet LA, uh, Concord LA, Flash Mobs. Flash, that's what it's it is. Flash Mobs. Yeah. So um, I'll put all their like links down below for you guys if you want to go check them out and yeah. uh, come out to a meetup. Yeah. And. Um, but yeah, and it, it just uh, it just progressed. Yeah, it's it's insane. My first meetup that I went to, there were I don't know, maybe 150, 200 people there, and I was so like 
overwhelmed. Like, what is this? It was almost like Fast and Furious style, like Tokyo Drift. Like they text you the day of, the location, the time, and you go. Yeah. You know, that's kind of how I explain it to people. It's crazy what what it's become and. And you've had the opportunity to get involved with, you know, uh, like news outlets and all kinds of things. And, and so what's that experience been like for you? Um, it's been really, uh, it's been really great. Uh, definitely, like I said, I benefited from the situation. I remember when I first went to my first street, um, like, you know, photo meet and I looked at it. I was like, whoa, this is crazy. If I, if I could... I, so first of all, I thought I was only gonna do what I did just for like two months. I was gonna go to like maybe one or two photo meets and then that was I was gonna be done. Now it's been almost like two and a half years and I still continue to go. And you know, when I like I said, like when I went, like um I realized that if I was to go to these photo meets, present myself as best as I can, you know, perform with my smoke, bring in my outfits and continuously to be cre be creative. Not only would I get like really awesome photos, I would I would I would basically market myself and kind of cultivate um, a following. And sure enough, it worked out that way. And um, it's definitely it, in, in, even in, in like you know business standpoint, you know powers and numbers. Yep. And definitely having the following that I did and having the exposure that I did got me into those doors where like I was getting looked at by um, local news. I started getting work with a lot of different um, production companies, a lot of different like facets where I had no idea I was going to be able to place myself into. So, you know, I've done work for um, Insomniac, I've done work for uh, Capitol Records, uh, I've, I've worked with Swiss Beats, Fall Out Boy, Mr. Carmack, Beck, um, just those are like my top, yeah. you know, people that really stand out. And even, even for myself, I, I was a part of... Um, a couple of like Day to Dead movies, like little, yeah. That's that awesome. One, two are still coming out, and one was like just like a like a independent movie. But it was cool just to be a part of it and kind of you know be on set and get that exposure mm -hmm. to see how it all goes down. And um, it's been just in a tremendous ride. Wow, that's that's amazing. So social media has played a huge part yes. in your career, and and a lot of people don't understand the importance of social media or don't want to do it or don't like care enough to do it or they're afraid of it like what 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 pushed you to you know continue to market yourself that way it wasn't really so much that i was pushing myself I, I i realized i felt like i felt like if i just take care of what i like most about what i was doing then everything else would just fall into place yeah naturally yeah and um i i took care of like making sure that i was being true to myself as an artist that i was presenting myself as best as I can, doing my art performances, um, you know, always being um, innovative with the way I present the smoke. If it was like popping it with inside a smoke grenade, making a cannon, um, you know, popping four at the same time, popping yeah. six at the same time, you know, just keep on, just keep on looking at in different innovative ways and just showcasing it as best as I can. And, and everything else just kind of just fell into place, you know. Yeah. The great thing about, you know, also doing that practice and being you know continue having it documented by so many people it was basically a, like a practice like it was it yeah. just got me got a lot better what i did i mean i looked at where i started and i look where i'm at now like it's it's it's, it's like wow like it yeah. just really progressed and i just really got better as an as as a person as an artist sure yeah so when did the smoke come into play? Did you like get inspiration from other Instagrammers or other photos online? Like, how did you <clears throat> how did you find out about smoke grenades in the first place, and then 
talk about, you know, Enola and everything. Well, the Smoking Aids, um, they came into play probably within my second performance. But the first performance that I did when I was out there, um, I, I didn't have the access to the Smoke Grenades. I they were no, they were not available yet at get stores. They were just wow. um they were just coming they were just coming out. They were relatively kind of new. Um and uh you had to order them on Amazon. Um or and you pay mad at, fees. Yeah. <laughs> and then so what I what the, what I first worked with was those little smoke balls that you got from yeah. um like from the like, fireworks yeah the little like the little, blue pink yeah I know what and you're talking uh, about. i made the first thing i did was i made a little smoke cannon and a little smoke gun and then i was just like shooting o-rings at like at the photographers and stuff like that and then um you know i i, I would I, I would like put a bunch of them and i light them all at once and i put it in a box and i would just like pose with it and i would just do like just really like just odd things and then eventually um, on the side, like the, like I said, the second performance or the first, well, the third performance, the smoke grenades came in, and then it it just it just it just like just changed Exploded. the whole <laughs> changed changed the whole dynamics of my performances and stuff like that. And bro, I tell you, like in the beginning, like I, if it if I if I wasn't getting great photography, to be honest, if I wasn't there was obviously like there was a a, a, a really good feedback that I was getting that was really beneficial because in the beginning stages of what I was doing, I was putting a lot of money into this. I mean, and not even knowing what was gonna happen. The smoke grenades, like they were at the time were twenty dollars a piece. And not mind you that I was popping them like like nothing. And I was easily spending hundreds of dollars on um buying you know I well yeah, buying materials for the mask, buying um the smoke grenades, buying props, brying, whatever I could just to present it as best as I can. Mm. And um, it definitely worked out and Nola took notice of what I was doing. Um, within, uh, I remember maybe, it was maybe within like six or seven months, they reached out to me and they were like, hey, we'd like to send you a care package. Um, and so they, they sent it to me and um, since then we've just built a relationship and um, you know they've 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 been taking care of me not all the time but for the good majority yeah they tell Come me on, that, guys. no they said I, I i go through them really fast like they sent me a, a box of um i think okay so there, there's there's if you can hold 50 in one they sent me a hun, uh, 150 smoke grenades wow and i was done with it within a good month yeah you're going through them too quick yeah you can't keep up yeah they can't even make them fast the guy was like he was like how did you how did you already use 150 smoke grenades? And I was like, you're like, cause you gave me 150 they, smoke grenades. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know. So yeah, I went through them really fast. Wow. So when did when did you get from the point of like just doing this for fun and like practicing to like you know making money at it? Um. Hmm. Uh, I don't. Well, the I say within uh, first year definitely it was a lot of myself money that was going into it and i think the first real big gig that i got because i um yeah like to me that was the most noticeable was when i worked with mr carmack and i i, I tell you man i i really didn't i didn't i, I didn't i'm not I, i'm a, i'm a classical guy i listen to like old school uh reggae i listen to like jazz because i'm i'm I'm, li I'm like really isolated in my studio and i just listen to music that's like you know that helps me just think so i had no i was not into like top 40 music at all yeah and then i just got this mess message from this random 
um, artist uh, who, who I come find out he ended up being like a legit big time producer um, for eating like you know he, he makes music and he's like hey I have um, he's playing at Coachella um, and Mr. Carmack and would you like to be a part of like the set this you know background video and I'm like yeah sure end up you know ended up being like end up being the real thing and I ended up um, performing at Coachella in 2016 you know I got a free uh, two backstage passes like and then like everything was taken care of I mean um, they gave me a hotel and so how was that experience it was really cool I, I, I I'm not gonna say like I'm I'm poor or anything but I never really like I never really like. I guess I, I, it's like I, I, someone like me would never have got that kind of opportunity, because I, I, I never really came from money, you know, and so like it was like I, I like you, you know, um, you, you see people have that kind of lifestyle, and it actually happened to me, and I was like, <laughs> whoa, this is so cool. How am I gonna go back to this, you know? Yeah. But yeah, it was really fun, you know. Like it was like um, it's it's something that I I hope it would happen again. But if it doesn't, then hey, it's cool. But um, it was it was definitely it was like just it was fun. So where did that lead to? What other gigs did you get after that? And how how did you find your gigs? Did you go like online? Was it word of mouth? No, um, they they a lot of people just messaged me on on Instagram. Um, so like and 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 after um, the after Mr. Carmack, um, I I you know I started uh, I did some work with um, uh, with Capitol Records. Uh, so Beck he had a uh, album come out um, and his single Wow. Uh, I was a part of like the social media um, campaign where I, they gave me an exclusive like um, uh, part of the song in which I had to make a video of it and then it was. Um, and then from there, they broadcast it through Instagram, and and it was a paid uh, sponsorship. So it was in like wow. it was like in everybody's like um, uh, explorer page. I mean, from one within like within one day, I ended up having like twenty thousand followers, organic followers, and Damn. I was like, whoa, where did all these people just come from? <laughs> it was insane, you know. And then like um, it, that was that was a really cool campaign. From there, um, it just uh, I ended up having a interview with ABC7 um, that was cool um, and then the big one which you were a part of um, was the CNN documentary for Great Big Story which was like ridiculously crazy day crazy day there was a <laughs> ton of people there, was, there. I it just looked just... up and I just saw a sea of people and I was like how am I how am I gonna be able to, sh to perform for all these people it was so hard to shoot honestly. I know it was like you like you think like you know, like, oh, I'm gonna get this show. Dude, when there's and like five, like, you know, I shoot concerts, so like, I'm battling against maybe 15 photographers, photographers at one time, and that's a pain in the ass, but to have like 500 people to compete with, like, damn. Dude, that thing was ridiculous. <laughs> that thing, with that, that day, that performance, that whole event was like, was ridiculous. And that makes me laugh. Remember that one in the beginning when I asked you to, to, to <laughs> climb on top of my car? Yeah. I asked JC first. And JC's like, I can't climb, Jesse's I'm like, fat. I, can't. I was like, I got this. And then I looked at you and I was like, I hey, this. I know you can climb on top of my car and take this group photo for me. Oh my God. it's uh, It's been quite an interesting experience getting to watch, you know, you perform because I didn't know who you were until the meetups and then I saw you around and then I kind of like looked you up and found out what you were about. And obviously like 
have watched you grow and I mean I've only you know seen you perform for like about a year year and a half so I am super excited to see where you go from here yeah you know um that, I tell you man like 2016 was a, was a fantastic year and I thought it was good 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 so good I thought like this couldn't get any better for me you know like I, I did that thing for Coachella I did the ABC7 oh I got flown out to um FearCon which is like um and I, I got it. that was my first paid like highly paid gig like like that to go out there and they took care of me too so shout out to mike Tom harding um but yeah he, he it was it was fantastic and i was like man this is this is dope and then 2018 happened and then cnn hit me up and then i i did work for fallout boy that's right um Yo, what's did, up fallout boy yeah i love you <laughs> um and then i did work for swiss beats and then um i just I did. Oh yeah, I I got to perform at Hollywood Forever, which is like the biggest wow. Day of the Dead event here in 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 Los Angeles. Um, you know, and then things just got just got bigger and and better, and I was just like, whoa, like, you know, I, it's all you know. Um, I come from a really religious family, like my mom and dad, and all I had to say is just thank God for everything that ever happened. Like, I I don't take it for granted, you know. Honestly, like I just I just I take it as like like on as an honest like blessing and surprise because I don't expect anything in life. I really don't you like can't. you can't <laughs> you no, can't you, you can't it's like it's like it's like one I don't one I don't even know what's gonna happen I don't I don't even know like half of the opportunities that I got were gonna happen yeah actually like eight percent of the opportunities I had no idea was gonna I was gonna get you know um and so you know anything that ever happened out of that is just a true blessing so so what real jobs did you have to have while you were, you know, building this up before you could do it full time? You know, I was, uh, luckily I was going to school um, the first year. Um, and so I was kind of, I have, I have a part-time job, which is actually the best job for me at my current state, which was, um, I work for IHSS, which is in-house support system, which I, I take care of an elderly man. And um, yeah, which is, Really cool, you know. Um, he's really chill. He, he's he's uh, he's he's highly function. Um, I just check up on him, do his dishes, like and clean his house if he needs to, just making sure that he's alive, you know. Take him to his doctor's appointments, and it's like honestly like two or three hours out of my day. That's awesome. <laughs> and, I, and I get paid like half time, like you know, like um, it's part time. Um, and then you know I was going to school, which was helping because I was getting like you know financial aid, and that was helping a lot as well. Uh, but then as things got really progressive. That stopped, and then I was grinding for a little bit, and then I started actually started getting paid gigs, like where people were like, "Hey, you know, um, we would like to, um, you know, photograph you, take you, and then use your content for promotional use." And I was like, "Okay, cool," and which I actually, um, which is a cool conversation because now that like, um, I, you know, I, I kind of like pick up on on things. I feel like a lot of big name companies are getting rid of like the creative department. And what they're doing now is they're just basically contracting yeah. uh, independent um, freelancers. Freelancers, yeah. That's why this is important. You need to know. Need and to know. and yeah, it's cool that if anybody, um, you know, gets inspired to what I do and which helps me a lot, which I, and this is how I'm kind of making my money now, is that you know I created like this character. I, you know, I have a set things to do. Like you know, when people look at like my my uh, my resume book and they see all the different mounts that I make and all the different performances that I do and the locations that I know of and stuff like that, it become very um, valuable. And um, a lot of a lot of people will, will like now um, 
you know, hit me up and be like, hey, you know, like I'd like to contract you for this job and use the content to promote, you know, their their stuff. And it's just like, sweet. So um, I, I did some stuff for Osiris, which ends up, which I kind of, you gotta be careful, which I found out they paid me a decent amount and then they sold the contents to Spotify. And so like I had people tell me like, hey dude, we saw you on Spotify and I'm like, so you know, come on. So you know, you know okay. they they they, right. they 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 you know they sometimes you yeah they lowballed me because like I was like damn like motherfuckers. Let's talk about getting screwed over. Nah, <laughs> and then like um, but yeah, that's the you know um, I I if anybody was to kind of you know, obviously you gotta watch yourself, but present yourself as best as you can. Um, make yourself uh, valuable, you know, and um, people will see your value in you. Yeah, and that goes across the board. You don't have to be like a performer, a musician. That's just like in life, you know? Yeah. That's just great life advice. But I mean, I say that all the time on here because you're so right. You're so right. What what performers or artists do you have influence like from or take influence from? You Like even as far as like your painting goes. Oh, for sure. Paintings, uh, I love just classics. Um, Caravaggio is a great painter. Uh, I really like Raphael's style of painting, really colorful. Um, I definitely love Jose Posada, which is, uh, it's not class, well, it's, it's, it's a turn of the century. He's a great, um, sketch, like, um, 2D. I wanna, I don't wanna say 2D, but he was a great artist from Mexico. And definitely that's where I actually got a lot of inspiration for the skull. Cause he would draw these caricatures with like skull, with like mm. head skulls and then yeah. human bodies and stuff like that. Um, and then uh, in terms of like um, like one artist that really, like I looked at him and I was like, I, you, I know why you are who you are, was Andy Warhol. Now, of course, to say I don't really, I'll be honest, I don't like his artwork, but do I love him? Yeah, I love Andy Warhol. His idea of commercializing art is just so revolutionary that like I inspired to that. You know, one of the things I kind of realized what I was doing was that I could commercialize what I do. I could, I could, um, sell prints, I could, you know, sell um, my drawings um, and, and hopefully make, make a living out of that. And that's the thing, that's the goal for 2018 right now is, is um, I'm lucky that I have a brand image. My, and my image brand is myself. Yeah. And now I am really busy. Like I, I definitely like, like, I, 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 like, I think about my week and I'm like, how is it Monday again already? Like that's what I tell myself, like it's Monday again. You know, and then like, but I, I've been taking more time to myself and creating content and drawing and trying to figure out um, the logistics to kind of having like a little small like clothing brand of myself. Okay. You know, yeah. So like putting like the drawings that I do on t-shirts and then, oh, yeah. you know, having some type of millabilia. Um, uh, one person had a great idea. He, um, I actually know how to make it because like I, I wasn't, I was going to have bobbleheads made of me. Dude. But I was like. I'd rather make them and put a little bit more value into yeah, them. Yeah, make it more authentic. Now, I know for sure some people are probably thinking this. They're like, why don't I sell masks? Truth of the matter is, is that don't like... Don't take his ideas. Exactly. You know, like if... Make if, your own, dude. I, and the, I was really particular. I mean, people were asking me since day one if they can have a mask. How did you make the mask? And it's been my secret. It's been my... And, it's, and I'm, it's, 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 I'm glad that I've never told anybody because you get, I could have easily been replaced if I had done it so early in my career. I mean, I, 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 you know, thank God that I've been out there a little bit, you know, and so if someone was to kind of replicate it and 
People would know. People would know. People would know. Yeah, because there's a guy in France who actually came really close, and people called him out. Yeah, so like you know, I'm a, I have. Shout out to my fans. Yeah, I, was I have like, some, dude, they're protecting have, your name. I, yeah, I have some loyal fans. That's like, awesome. Oh, one time Chris Brown, um, I did do. Uh, he 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 like reposted some of like my videos and my art on his page, but didn't credit me. And my and just the amount of people were just like talking shit to him. I felt so bad. I was like, hey, I, don't don't say anything bad to this guy. I mean, <laughs> I, like, would, I would like to you know maybe one day work with him. Yeah. You know, but. It's yeah, I have shout out to my fans. You guys are amazing. Yeah, that's absolutely incredible. That just goes to show you like what what social media can really do, you know, for your career. Yeah. It's absolutely fantastic. So, what do you want to do next? Like are you wanting to do like films? Are you wanting to like what's next for you? Like you said this year you want to focus on like your drawings and paintings yeah. and working on that. Um what I want to basically um work on this year is is a uh, I've been taking a break, um, just because like oh, August, September, October, November, mid December. I mean, those those every week was was like a was a photo meet or a, a video shoot or an interview or it was just something that that like was just physic um, physically taxing on my head, my mind, everything, you know. And I just needed a break. Like I just needed to like just kick back and just be like, just relax. But it gave me some time to create eight new masks, actually nine. Wow. Um, I I am sponsored by Opal Suits, which I, you know, you see the suit right here. Love it. Um, they sent me out um, four new suits, so I have, you know, new clothing to wear. Um, I have written up some new performances that, that, I, that I do, and then creating more props. And then, um, you know, just kind of creating new content of brand imaging of myself. But then also, um, I did buy, like, you know, as I told you earlier off camera, I bought the Sony a7R 3 which I do plan to start owning um, more content of myself and um, start, start, like, start the website, start, um, start my YouTube channel. <laughs> Instagram is more than enough, but dude, I know I need to get on, on YouTube and just, just post yeah. the videos that just like, just post it. Just, it's so, it's just do it. Just post the videos, you know, um, and then, you know, um, finding a way that, you know, it's going to, it's, that's going to help me to continue this for the next 10 years of my life. Honestly, yeah. that's just, I mean, what I do is fun and it's, it's a passion of mine. It's, and it's still a passion of mine, but you know, I, I am getting older and I, I inspire to like having, you know, like more where I can, you know, make a living off what I do and, you know, one day, you know, have a family or whatever, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, like I, like I said, like commercializing art, you know, when I look at like, just like any brand out there, you know, like I inspire to having it. Like I, I actually can see myself maybe one day if I'm, if I play my cards right that I, you know, I'll, I'll make enough money where I can start having my own gallery, you know, and then um, that's actually my biggest dream. My biggest yeah, dream. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on it too. Well, the gallery that I, I want to, it's basically gonna been like I want a place for the community, where, you know, um, they we can have art shows that are based out of the photo meets. That we always have like a place that's gonna you know be our mecca and a place where we all can kind of just conjugate and 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 you know just get you know hang out or whatever and so that's my goal one day you know 
is just just working towards that stuff right now yeah for for those that live you know outside of los angeles or outside of california feel sorry for you yeah sorry move here but how how would how would you or i guess what advice would you give them if they want to start you know holding photo meetups oh hey by the way that was just a joke um you know what uh they're popping up everywhere right now there's um this guy rizzy he was actually from la he moved to seattle and there was a group of photographers who knew his work because they follow, you know, the, the hashtags. Wow. And the, so they asked Rizzy to start up a, a community out there. So now there's Street Meet um, Washington. Wow. And now there's a Street Meet Arizona. And there's a guy who's trying to start one in New York. Yeah, and I'm sure Vegas probably has one or is going I'm not to. sure about Vegas. Vegas, but, where you um, I know that. Oh, and then there's a, there's a L.A. No, not L.A., sorry. There's a Street, street Shooters um london mm. and then oh there's also another street meet community in nigeria yeah dove wow. dove actually um i think he did want to go out there and, and yeah it was cool um and then um yeah they're just popping up everywhere like just kind of like you know and it's cool i think it's really cool I, what I, you know what i like about like um the photo meets is because like it's not easy shooting people like yeah, it's randomly hard. like you ever like yeah. i you know i remember when i first got my camera i was gonna be like yo i'm gonna go in the subway i'm gonna go in the streets and just start you know just shooting people dude that shit is intimidating <laughs> yo and i'm scared you some people will get really mad if they know they took a, oh, yeah. took a photo of them oh, yeah. you know and the great thing about going to these events is that you're going in there knowing that you're gonna get shot or or not you know take a photo <laughs> Sorry. You're going to get shot. In LA, you have to be careful with that That's kind of wording. Very, very true, very true. But yeah, you go, <laughs> you're going into, you know, these these communities and these events knowing that, you know, you're going to be photographed or you you have that acceptance and it's fine, you know, it's cool. And and that's like a lot of that takes a lot of anxiety off a lot of people. Yeah. Because I talk to a lot of photographers, and, and and you know that's that's one thing the reason why they keep going to these things because, you, you know, they get the opportunity to 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 shoot. Yeah, they get like it gives you a great opportunity to build your skill, your confidence, and network with other people. And like, the cool thing about the photo meets is that nobody judges anybody. Right? Like, because, yeah. Because like I think you're all there just trying to make some art together, and I think that like the community aspect of it is what really drew me into it. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I, I mean, ever since like in the beginning, it's always been like that. You know what I mean? It's been a really judge-free zone. If you come, man, it's. You, it's, it's the different walks of life that show up, like young kids to like guys in their 60s. Oh yeah. You know, and you're and and everyone's just kind of zoned. I mean, they're all there, but they're all zoned out too because they're just like focusing on shooting. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's but like we're all in our own world together. Yeah. And it's like, it's like I, another reason I love it so much is because it gets us away from our phones. It gets us away from social media because we spend so much time putting our content on it. Yeah. And so it gives us a chance to like step back and create with other people yeah and make relationships with them i mean like i i now like travel around the state around the country with people i've met at the photo meetups. did you really yeah dude we do road trips man it's crazy you gotta you gotta oh that's what's up come out we'll go do some stuff we want to go to vegas soon so yeah i i've uh i i i definitely have um built some pretty good I, I, yeah, I would say they're they're probably gonna be lifelong friends mm -hmm. from it. I mean, they, they like uh, Ninja from Paradise, or he goes Ninja AF now, but he's he's definitely been like 
a true blessing. He's like, always down to shoot. And we, you know, he's always been there. Like anytime, like I needed someone to like, you know, just take some, like, you know, get some shots of me. You know, um, Ulysse, who does all the videos that I do. Um, you know, and just, just, just Andrea, there's so many people that like, I, I just like, wow, like they've really become like more than like family. Yeah. I see people from the community more than I actually see my actual friends now. Just kind of- Oh, like, me too, absolutely. Yeah, but Cause I mean, cool. it's like, like-minded. Like you surround yourself with people that are alike, mm -hmm. you know, that have the same aspirations. And, and I think that that community has given a lot of people that, you know, mm -hmm. that, that friendship, that family feeling. And especially in LA, like, if you've never been here, like you can literally just show up to a photo meet. Like you don't have to be any type of like professional level. Like it's literally for anybody and everybody. Mm. So what, what challenges have you faced as a creator and how did you overcome those? You know, it's so funny that, um, like it is me being honest and it, I'm not trying to sound cocky, but none. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I, I like, you know, like this one guy. You know, he he was he was he definitely had a direction for his little interview or documentary about me, and he was he was grinding me. He was like, you know, you, what's your struggle in life? What's you know, what have you had troubles with? You know, and like, I looked at him, and I, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, I'm not gonna make up some 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 bullshit story to like try to sound inspirational. Yeah. Because I felt like that's what he's trying to make me right. do. Right. He wants. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. But the truth is, like. I've never, I haven't, I don't know. You know, I, here's the thing. I think, oh, this is actually something that I, 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 I do want to tell people. I, I remember when, um, before I even got into the photo meets, even before the photography, before everything, I was just a, a art student drawing in my classes. Drawing, just, and I was, and I knew I was talented. I knew I was good at it, you know? But well, the, I knew that I was facing challenges, right? One of the challenges that I was facing was, how am I going to make a living off this? Okay, so that's one challenge. And then once I real, once I once I identified that challenge, it, it led to other challenges. Okay, so it's like, okay, well, how am I going to make a living off this? And I took a lot of examples from existing people who are successful, and it's about having a consistent image that is identifiable with you. And I knew that I wanted to create something that was going to be about me and for me and is me you know which which ends up being the skull mask with the colorful smoke grenades and, and the suits and that became once i got over that because this actually became this like this this persona the, the suits was in 2012. i didn't know 2013 i didn't start going to the meets until 2015. so going into the meets i was already like this mm -hmm. like i didn't make this for the meets like i was already this way so the other challenge after that was um, I needed photos. That's the reason why I, I need. That's why I bought my own camera because I wanted to use those photos as photo references. And I think identifying all those challenges, God or life in general, presented the answer in front of me. I just needed to know and see it. Yeah. And and that's that. If there is, if that was the challenge, then that's it. Because like once I, I once I once I started like. Once I saw the photo meets and I saw like, hey, this is actually the answer to my problems, and it sh and it ended up being the answer to the your answer problems. to my problems. Yeah. And I mean, I've never had any hard challenges, and and other than maybe like maybe no, I mean self motivation. I'm 
I mean, was it? I mean, I can't really say there was a time when I wanted to give up. There was times I, I contemplated on what the fuck I was doing. Yeah. But the reaction that I was getting definitely um, justified what I was doing. Like just the fact that people appreciated what I was doing, the reaction, the the, the amount of um, success that I was receiving, and then the benefits of of it too was like, wow, like. I'm getting a follower. I'm getting these dope photos. I'm actually creating the content that I wanted to create. Like, like it, it, it yeah. It so, was just everything like laid out in front of you. Bit, kind of, yeah. That's awesome. And then on top of that, people were coming to me, and it for 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 work that helped me get to you know to the next level. And yeah. it was like, whoa, like, so yeah. Truth is, I don't, I, I can't, I can't really tell you like a challenge. You know what I mean? Hey, I mean, I respect the hell out of that. Like, not everybody can say that, you know? But, I mean, you've you've gotten to do some amazing, amazing things. And, like, I, I can't wait to see what you're going to do next, man. Yeah, me too. Uh, but, I, you know what I tell myself? It, You know, honestly, like, if it all stopped, like, tomorrow, I'd be I'd be cool with it. Yeah. Because my my reasons for what I was doing is real simple. It was basically create the content for me, create the content for me to be inspired to create. And that's basically it. Like I just, I, I, um, a lot of, there's a lot of artists out there and a lot of people tell me like, man, like I could draw, I could do this, but I'm not in, like I, they, they, they don't have inspiration. And in my, in my head, I'm like, well, that's why I created my own, my own inspiration. You have to. Yeah. So, you know, I created this. And it, you know, it, it's, it's my, it's my, it's my tree of fruits, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good, good, yeah. Way to put it. yeah. Yeah. You know, like it, and I created this tree that is plentiful and, and it's just, you know, I've been able to pick so many different facets from it, you know? Mm. And, and it's, 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 it's just been really fruitful. Yeah. And how do you differentiate from like, how do you decide like if you want to go to say a meetup? versus taking a job you know what i mean like how do you decide like money over fun over your personal things um i mean like like uh i don't know i'm really devoted to what i do yeah you know um it, it does it take all of my time fuck yeah like it does it like it's uh, like i'll I'll, I'll like I'll look every day like there's at least 10 new emails a good amount of DMs and they people love conversations oh yeah and so like you I will see I, I, I can tell you almost every single day I'll wake up and be in bed for about an hour and a half not on social media just and just talking to people but on so yeah exactly because like that's that's like, how we make connections and that's yeah. how you really and, build that fan base if you will and then um you know i wake up and then i'll, I'll you know i'll go to work and then i'll come back and then I'll, I'll work out or i'll just start working on my new projects and and, and by the end of the night i'm like damn fuck dude like I'm, it's already like i gotta go to sleep soon yeah you know? yeah and so, it, it's yeah. non-stop like people don't people don't realize the grind and like please please explain because i've done it many times but explain how important that is like it's it's a lot of fucking work it is um well to go back to your other question i mean like um i feel like because i'm so involved with with uh with what i do in my image that it, it, it i i live it every single day i live it i breathe it and i, I my decisions between like um my personal life and like my art life 
are one in the same and that's just the truth like yeah. so now to answer that question about the grind um i think so i think everybody like you have there has to be some there has to be some type of uh, um, a, a period in, in what you believe in, what you do, that has great sacrifice. And not don't get me wrong, I have I, I I have sacrificed a lot going out with like going out. Well, I'm not. By this time, I mean honestly, I wasn't really interested in going to clubs anymore. I was more interested in developing my life. You know, you know. Um, I was more interested in just like just figuring out and creating a legacy for myself. And um, but I did, I definitely was a grind in terms of like, like the, like how long this lasted, you know, mm -hmm. um, like how long, like just to keep on going, just go to every single, well, like first year, I went to every single photo to me, paid for my own smoke grenades, you know, just did everything, you know, whatever I could. And then, I mean, I was motivated to do it. And I mean, I, I don't really feel it was a grind, but looking back at it, it was. That was probably the grind. Yeah. Was was just just believing on what I was doing because it really had a higher calling for me, and 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 it definitely worked out. Yeah. 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 So, what is something you know now that you wish you knew when you started all of this? Nothing. Nothing. Good. Good answer. Look at this guy. Yeah. Nothing. You can't. It, you know, your, your, the experiences in life that you, that that come to you. Um, they're there for a reason, for sure. you know, I'm definitely, <clears throat> could I have, do I wish I could, I could have conducted myself differently in certain situations that projectively could have got me better and further in life? Fuck yeah. But that's just life. Yeah. And that be, and, and like that saying, as they say, is like a lesson learned is a lesson earned. And definitely I've, I've gotten better, um, learning how to deal with different levels of professional so like you know how i conduct myself at the meets and how i achieve my performances in the photography i do have a systematic to achieve all that you know to be you know be you know to get my artwork out and then the way when i'm on set when i'm on like a production and how i conduct myself and you know and, and it's, it's all just a, a learning process you know i mean i like i said like i yeah there's nothing <laughs> yeah nothing you have to learn all that yeah. Yeah, you do. You just have to do your best to learn it or just experience it and stuff like that. You exactly. get better over it over time. Yeah. Well, tell people where they can find you if they want to uh, see your stuff, hire you, check out your artwork. Um, you can honestly, I Instagram is my main source, and I I I, I purposely narrow it down that way to because to check every single like thing that for people to reach me is just. It's, it's, it's just too much. So the main place to reach me is on Instagram. Um, I do try to answer every single message that I get. Some, I get, you know, this takes a little longer than others, but I'll, I will eventually get to you if you, you DM me. Um, you, you can also, I do have a business account, so you can click on um, my, my email and you can send me an email, which is actually probably the greatest way to reach me because then I, I would, right. yeah, like emails are great. Uh, Emails are great. Yeah. Seriously. I never realized how great they were until I started getting a lot of them. I was like, oh man, you know what? Emails are dope. Emails are very dope. Um, and then <laughs> like, um, but yeah, those are just basically the like, best ways to reach me. Cool. Any last words? Any final advice? Um, you know, find your passions in life. Um, pursue them. 
and it's corny you know like it's such a cliche thing say the thing say thing to say but you know um follow your follow your dreams follow your passions you know and don't, don't get me wrong like you know you have to follow them but also learn how to take care of yourself within the process because if you just kind of follow your dreams and not take care of like say for instance your finances or whatever like it starts rotting itself and so follow you know you know follow your dreams follow your passions but also within that within that way learn how to how to learn how to you know take care of yourself and always think of the future you know always think about like you know um like what's the, what is the next step what is the next thing to do you know so hell yeah everything else will follow through awesome thanks for being on this podcast man yeah no problem see you out on the streets for sure so that was definitely one of the coolest podcasts i've done i have been wanting to ask butch those questions since i met him i had a lot a lot of questions i wanted to know how he started and how he got to where he is and why he is so i don't know he just has so much life behind the death of his character does that make sense and I think that's fascinating, and I think that what he does is beautiful, and I can't wait to be able to afford to put him in one of my movies or something. Um, if you guys want to check out Butch's stuff, all of his links will be down below. If you want to hire him, please do. He's absolutely incredible. He's really, really cool. I, I can vouch for him. I think he's great. And other than that, check out all the referral links down below if you need software, if you need... Anything that I said at the beginning that you didn't hear, just go back to the beginning and listen to it or just listen to the next podcast. It's fine. Thank you, guys. Go pick up the new Chasing Satellites CD split. You can get a physical copy and you can get t-shirts. And I am mailing them all out of my house. So, hope you guys want them because I need you to want them. All right. Talk to you guys next week on the podcast. Later.